truck! We're not aiming for the truck! Yo, yo, yo. Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Welcome back to the Half and Half Podcast, episode 114. As always, I'm Vasant Ramdas, joined by my lovely co-host, Aiden Mangan. How you doing, bud? Well, I think it's the first time you ever call me lovely entering the show. I gotta, so change, I'm, the, I'm, I gotta change the adjectives sometimes. So I feel, I feel very honored right now. I feel very Are beautiful. you blushing? Um, I am blushing a little. Thank you, Vasant. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I work, I work a, a job for the man. And, uh, you know, mm. I come home at night and I sit alone in my apartment mm. watching the Mets and <laughs> no one calls me beautiful anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, when, when, I, when I was 22, people would call me beautiful, but ever since I turned 23, no one's called me beautiful, so. You know, sometimes when you're working for the man, you're grinding every day, sometimes all a man wants is to be told he's loved. <laughs> <laughs> wants to feel beautiful sometimes yeah. you know the, the joke in that too Vasant, is i've been 23 for four days so it's like a low probability that someone call me beautiful in that in that time period well i'm glad that i'm glad i can make your day a little better <laughs> thanks i appreciate it buddy how you been i've been good um been chilling i know you're you're feeling pretty good i was gonna say because you know you've got the mets have started off pretty good so far you know? yeah Looking pretty solid. Uh, The Celtics uh, looking good as well as they get ready for their playoff series. As we have to go play the Nets, but like I like I told you the other. You guys are better. (laughs) I think we are, but also no fear, no surrender. Okay, just like don't be don't be intimidated by the fact that we have to play KD and Kyrie. Which, by the way, is Ben Simmons going to be ready for the playoffs? Is he going to play? It's it's kind of in the air. Yeah, he's he's uh, it's going to it's going to make me laugh. He just simply does not play a game this season for the Nets. Like I, I, I would rather have Harden just like messing with the chemistry instead of just like having Ben Simmons mess with the chemistry and not play. <laughs> yeah, I think there was I don't know if you saw there's a really funny tweet that was out where he's talking about like how like he's like. I'm happy for him, like, if he's feeling good about himself. But he's got, like, this renewed swagger because, like, the Nets players are, like, kind of challenging him at practice and trying to, like, get his confidence up. And someone said he walks around like he's Jordan. And people have been quote-tweeting it and naming anyone but Michael Jordan. Well, yeah, I saw that, and I thought, like, Jordan Peterson? (laughs) Jordan, Yeah, he's a Jordan Peterson. Someone said NBA, former NBA player Jordan Farbar, Jordan Clarkson, (laughs) Jordan Hill. Look, it's it's... It's fine if Ben Simmons winds up being like a good player for the Nets, but he's he's not going to be Jordan. Like you know, come on, <laughs> it's it's yeah. it's Ben. He can't make a shot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean the potential's that. there, but it's 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 how much you want it, right? Like I think, yeah, I, he's not Giannis. Like I don't want to put that on him, but like in that vein of like really athletic, tall guys who have the ability to handle the mm-hmm. ball and yep. pretty physically can be physically imposing if they want to be. Giannis chooses to be physically imposing, it feels like, all the time. But, like, you know, Giannis will airball threes and free throws and miss badly, but it never deters him from trying those moves he's not comfortable with in-game. I mean, the dude hit a fucking step-back three 
to send it I mean, into overtime. It's it's like the Dion Waters quote, you know, or Dion Waiters quote, where it's just like, <laughs> you know, I'd rather what was I'd rather go like oh for oh, like ninety nine or oh for like nine hundred ninety nine than like oh for two or something. Yeah, because <laughs> be going over. Yeah, me go for two means you stop trying. <laughs> you stop shooting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like I think that's what Simmons I think just needs is that confidence to like try yeah. and fail and not be be okay with failing. And I think that's like that comes from like a perspective thing. Like you know, Giannis talks a lot about how he like you know he just lives in the moment. He lives you know he doesn't like he just lives in the moment. And then once it's past, he moves on. Like he says you know he doesn't look live in the past and he doesn't look too far in the future. He just takes yeah. each moment as it happens. And whether it's good or bad, he takes that and then he just moves on. Like he doesn't stay married to all of these negative outcomes. And he uses yeah. and he, he uses stuff to fuel him or whatever. But I think that's a good that's maybe the mentality. Hopefully Simmons can cultivate. It's just yeah, just try it, man. Like if it doesn't work out, just try it again later. You know, it's yeah, I mean, okay. I know it's hard in the social media era of being an athlete because yeah. people are absurdly rude, like to the point where it's like stuff that's probably out of bounds. Like you know, like yeah. LeBron was told by, you know, someone, some fans at a game told LeBron they hope his kid dies in a car crash. People have called Russell Westbrook <laughs> slurs. You know, yeah. people have done yeah. all sorts of bullshit at games and on Twitter. So, like, I get it. But some confidence is good for him. You see, I, but I would also say, though, too, I'm very happy to be part of a NBA fan base that's never done anything wrong for <laughs> anything recently. <laughs> The, the Boston Celtics fans, known for being very, uh, cr- very accepting and a very woke fan base. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, it's uh, basketball is interesting in the playoffs ramp up. The playing games last night were interesting. The Cavs tried to come back. They, they, they did their damnedest. Couldn't beat the Nets because the Nets are like a Death Star sometimes. And then yeah, the Timberwolves had a really fun game with the Clippers. We got some uh, local stuff for the Carolina boys. Charlotte plays Atlanta in Atlanta tonight. That's true. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I imagine most of you who are most of you are barely interested in sports anyway. Uh, for those San Antonio Spurs and New Orleans Pelicans fans, that game is also on tonight at nine thirty. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for these. So the Pelicans are playing. <laughs> yeah, which is impressive considering the Zion yeah. stuff, and they also started the year really bad. They're like one in something at one point, one in one in twelve, two in twelve at one point. So they've honestly they've been playing pretty well since the all-star break but the start was so bad it kind of yeah they're getting too much about it yeah but um i mean it's it's fun to see like you know an nba playoffs without lebron like i that happened a few years ago but like you know it's 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 just interesting because the lakers were assumed that they'd be like one of the top teams in the league and then which was a dumb assumption that team was so dysfunctional the way they fired frank vogel was bad so uh-huh. funny oh my god i felt bad for frank vogel he didn't deserve I, I, look i did too vogel seems like a nice enough guy and like he did get them a championship so like he probably deserved better than this he deserved but, to be told like he yeah. should have found out when he was supposed to not be a twitter yeah not have Woj find out from like a source somehow and then have like reporters ask you after the game like frank frank have you been fired <laughs> But yeah, so um, I'm I'm, yeah, I, I'm excited for the NBA playoffs. Uh, I think Celtics. I I like the team a lot, and I I think after the first round, having Rob Williams back would be like a massive boost. I haven't actually like finished like because I'm waiting for the playoffs to end. 
but uh yeah. my like prediction bracket has them doing pretty well i'll just let you know all righty all righty do you have the celtics being the nets yeah, I do, because, yeah. like, look, I don't care what anyone says. The Celtics are, like, the hottest team in basketball since the calendar turned to 20. They are red hot, yeah. They've been red hot. Uh, so, who, who, do you have, who do you have in championship? Uh, I have you guys and the yes. Suns. And I think, unfortunately, I think you guys might fall victim to the Suns. No. Because like, <laughs> the Suns, I feel like, are very yeah. much on that. We were there last year. Yeah. We're doing it this year. Yeah, no, I, def- I, I, I definitely get that. Um, and the Bucks, I mean, like, I, I, like I Giannis is really good. He's yeah. like, like to me, he's like the second best player in the league at all times. But I, they've been kind of on cruise control this year, which is natural. Most defending champions kind of ease off the gas a little bit because they yeah. know what it takes. But I guess I just don't know if they're going to turn that switch on. And I think my main concern with the Bucks is Giannis will probably inevitably do what he does, which is put up like 29, 30 a game or whatever. Yeah, but like the consistency from everyone else wasn't always there last year, and I'm worried mm-hmm. if it's yeah. gonna be the same this year. And the Celtics you, just feel so, they feel like so cohesive right now. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. It feels like everyone's on the same page. So we'll see. They're I don't, playing I the best personally ball. Don't, I don't believe in Miami making it to the finals. I do think they'll handle Philadelphia if they yeah. do see Philadelphia in the second. Round. I, I'm still kind of iffy on Raptors Sixers, but do you feel? Um... Is it Bulls? Are the Bulls taking on the Bucks in the first round? No, the Bulls are gonna. I think they'll win one game because yeah, I just want to give that to them. But yeah. look for the for a franchise that's been struggling so much, and for the fact that they made the playoffs for the first time in five years, it's obviously tastes more bitter because they were at such a high point this year, and then injuries and stuff yeah, started to yeah. pile on, and they slipped. But I mean, for them, like this is like fine. Like it's not it's not great, but if you can take it's, a game off the Bucks and like try yeah. and at least stay competitive. You know, I mean, this is a great step forward for the team anyway, just being in the playoffs. Like, and you, yeah. you have some great things here. Like, DeMar looks legit again. Um, Lonzo played like some really nice. Lonzo was really good. Her. And that's really yeah. sad that he's like not able to get back healthy right now. Yeah. Exactly. They'll be, I think they'll be fine. It'll be interesting to see what the plan is going forward. And then in the West, the West is interesting because, like, you know, the Grizzlies. And uh, yeah. also, like, for me, the most interesting thing right now is this. I don't know if you are you aware of the Lucas stuff that's happening. I've been hearing a little bit about, but I don't know a ton about it. So he got hurt in the last game yeah. of the regular season, which people are mad about. I feel like they shouldn't have been playing him anyway. And they don't know his they haven't released his timetable for returning, which oh, sucks. Really? Yeah, it's bad. Because if he if he plays, I think they beat the Jazz. Fairly, I agree. Fair, I agree. A little competitive, but I think they honestly take care of them pretty yeah. well but like without him uh, it's, uh, it's a tough one <laughs> no i definitely agree um yeah so definitely need some interesting things with the playoffs coming up though i'm excited yeah playoffs are interesting like, and then like uh just quick thing i guess this band yeah. turned into a sports conversation which is fine um what's like the early returns on the baseball season i sent you a tweet about how baseball is being dumb because clayton kershaw could have had a perfect game but they said no when they took him out <laughs> Yeah, um, first of all, uh, I, I'm blanking on the name right now. I think it's Dave Roberts is the... I think he is the manager of the Dodgers. Yeah. He makes baseball worse. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to say this just because, like, I, I know the way he manages. He constantly, like, makes substitutions and, like, bullpen and slows down games. He does things like this where Clayton Kershaw's rolling through 80 pitches in seven innings with a perfect game. And he'll just pull them. 
he just makes baseball less interesting. Like I, I, I hate the way he man. He's a good manager. Like the, the Dodgers are consistently really good under him. He's got World Series. I'm not saying he's a bad manager or anything, but he makes baseball worse. <laughs> like just that's my opinion. Yeah. I think Danny, Danny told me about this one time where it's like there was like this head coach in soccer who's like whole strategy was like park the bus, which yeah, essentially was like all defense. Yeah, but like get up one nothing in the beginning of the game, and then everybody plays defense, and like it was super effective, but it was so boring. Yeah, it's probably like Jose Mourinho or something because that's what that he may does. have been it. Yeah, that may have been it. It's 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 like that for me too with um Roberts. I just like I find the way he manages like to be like painful to watch, even if it is effective, it's just painful to watch. Yeah, it's it sucks, and like. Perfect games are, like, exceedingly rare, right? They are incredibly rare. Yeah, I think a Passan, who's, like, I don't know, he's, like, the big big MLB analyst, right? He said there have been 23 yeah. perfect games. Yeah, in the history. So, history was – there's a chance, right? And it just – Yeah. And then Reggie Jackson, who is not the NBA player, obviously, the baseball, no. like, Mr. October, yeah. right? He's a very upset tweet about how, like, come on, you know, like, yeah. the game coming to, this is baseball, please. Like, you know, yeah. I feel like that's, like, baseball's criticism is, like, it doesn't, like, have fun with the sport, and I feel mm-hmm. like this is kind of an example. Yeah, I mean, it's not even, like, Kershaw, it seems like, it's not even like he was on, like, a pitch counter or anything, like, it's not like he was coming back from injury or whatever. Well, Kershaw just... said he thinks it was fine to pull him out, because he's like, I haven't played in, like, three months because of the lockout, so. I mean, I get that, but also, Kershaw's a good guy, so he's not gonna, like, you know, I'm sure part of him was, like, come on, like, really? Like, I'm rolling. <laughs> and I think the best way to describe it is a secret base released this very fun chart. Yeah. Of so the X act it's like a it's a dot plot. There's two dots, and the X is number of games, mm-hmm. and then the Y is games yanking a pitcher who is perfect after seven innings. Right. <laughs> yeah. Zero. No one else has ever done that before. Exactly. Any team yes. not managed yes. by Dave Roberts has not yanked a pitcher in that situation. Dave Roberts has done it twice. That's insane. That's that's this is this is what I'm saying, Basan. He makes baseball worse to watch. There are 358,164 games where the uh where like I guess this was possible or something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um and he's done it twice. That's insane. That like he's a villain. No one else has done it before, but he's done it twice. He he's absolutely a villain for that. He needs to go straight to the hog, you know, egg, hog, whatever. The prison. Granted, it's hard to be perfect after seven innings. So, how many instances of <laughs> yes, that have yes. happened out of these three hundred fifty? But also, Masan, you want to know what makes it worse? The Dodgers were up like seven nothing. <laughs> yeah, so there's nothing to lose. Like, there's there's like nothing to lose, to lose by letting him keep go. Like it's not a one nothing game, and you're like, ah, oh, his fastball's like way down. Like if he goes back out there, like it doesn't matter. It's over. You're playing with wins. Come on. Yeah, but uh, otherwise, like anything, like aside from that stupid, super, like n- no fun league type nonsense. Anything particularly interesting? Like this is super early in the year. Like I know, like oh, like Shohei's not hitting well, but like it's way too early. For yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get too. I'm not going to hit the uh, red flag on Shohei. His CPR'd his bat. He's just taking it and yeah, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, the thing that's interesting is that the Angels are three and three despite Shohei not doing that well. So is Shohei Otani the problem? 
many smart people are saying. So I think that they should uh, trade him to a team like the Mets that might be able to rehabilitate <laughs> him. So Nick I think that, yeah, I know you will. <laughs> yeah, so I think that'd be a good idea. Um, well, honestly, I'll say for the Mets, like, like I said, I was very happy with like the first two series they played. They're five and two, first place in the NL East. Can't be mad. They haven't had a home game yet, and they're five and two. So I'm happy. How? It, they they somehow wound up with two away series with seven games in seven days. Ah, so that, that's quite impressive. Then they've been very impressive to be five and two after that. Their their starting rotation has the lowest CRA without Jacob Degrom in it right now, and the lowest CRA in the league. When I say that, that's good. So yeah, I'm I'm very thrilled with everything so far. Bullpen needs some work. That's like the thing on like every team ever. I feel like is that the bullpen always needs some work. But mm. I if they can get like one or two more good arms in there, I think they'll be like legit. So. I like it. I'm happy with it. Uh, the Rockies have surprisingly come out to a four-one start, but I don't think they're going to last. Um, anyone like, yeah? Biden. Is there any like player? Is there like anyone who's like really like, oh wow, he's like coming out the gates playing really well? They something. have Chris Bryant and another guy I believe named McMahon who's really good. But outside that, like, I I just don't think they have the pitching to sustain it. You know? Yeah. Anyone so else exciting you around the league or? Um, exciting me. Um, I mean, Guardians are four and two, which is cool because they um they beat the shit out of like, a team recently, right? Yeah, they yeah they've they've kind of seemed like they were trending downwards the past few years. So if they're good again, like that'd be interesting. But outside of that, nothing too crazy yet. Everything is like yeah. outside the Guardians being four and two, everything is kind of like falling in place and like how I expected it, you know. Yeah, and I like guess the last, teams that are yeah. bad are bad. The teams I expect to be bad are bad. You know? Like the Reds, I was gonna ask. Like the Reds are really bad, right? Yeah, they they should be. Yeah, <laughs> there's, not like, there's like a lot yeah. of stuff around that too, right? With like the yeah. owner kind of being a prick and whatnot. Yeah, the the A's sold off most of their best players, and they're two and three. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Well, the A's have the thickest player in the league, though. Mm-hmm. Sean Murphy absolutely wore that one. You're right about that. Yeah, for those who don't know, there you may have seen there's a clip going around where a, a hitter. Uh, takes a pitch on the ass and that shit just bounces off it bro. yeah I mean, he's, he's caked Sean Murphy up. a thicky Sean Murphy a thicky for that was pretty nuts <laughs> a um, bunch of women and men alike were like oh and now I'm interested in baseball <laughs> <laughs> for sure that, that's you see that that is like um the MLB just needs to embrace things like that happening make the like, pants he, tighter make the pants tighter like I, I I'm about it myself make the pants tighter make Make it that if you hit a person on the butt, it's a strike. So it's now advantageous to aim there. And let's see stuff bounce off like it's a like it's a quarter, you know? Bounce a quarter off those. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, that boy a thicky. But is there uh is there anything else? Like sort of, I guess we're bad to ground. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we kind of get into no, I think I think uh it's good to go. Um yeah. Well, do you have a I just transition? Asked you, well, yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just asked, you just asked me if I had a transition. And mm-hmm. I just asked you if we had anything else to talk about. We often ask yeah. questions, right? But the most pertinent mm-hmm. question of our time is always, am I the asshole? Oh, that was pretty good. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, for yeah, for today's episode, like obviously there's always stuff going on, but we sort of I guess wanted to talk about 
I don't know how to describe this. It's it's not so much news, right? We're not really talking about like an event or something that's happening. We are not talking about anything today, honestly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like there was the only like the main event that comes to mind is there was the Brooklyn Brooklyn subway shooting, yep. but I don't really know what else we're going to add to that. All <laughs> we mean, can really say is that's another tragedy. And it's like a tragic. A I tragedies. hope people in the area are okay. And I think I I don't think anyone died, which is great. Yeah, um, but obviously, but like it's traumatizing. Terror. So I hope everyone's yeah. doing all right. Uh, exactly. Shout out to the person, like shout out to the guy who like called the police in an effort mm-hmm. to catch the suspect or whatever. He's a hero, yep. and I do think it's funny that there's just a shit ton of cops there now, and it's like, oh, that was really useful before. <laughs> something happened. But like that's that's the point on that. But the amount of awful thing comes because um, I believe my roommate Joey liked this tweet and it came on my feed, right? And the tweet caption text reads lmao congrats on becoming maidenless my dude maidenless you don't know it's referenced to elden ring because one of the people calls you maidenless in there which i think is hilarious wait is that does that actually happen in elden ring yeah it does that's why that's so that's why you've seen it around a lot more lately that 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 has like elden ring might be the best video game yeah that's incredible i know you said like larry's playing elden ring all right so you can probably tell you more than i can i'll confirm with him on that that's crazy it's It's funny because like the no bitches and no hoes yeah it's always been around but like now you can just call people maidenless it's beautiful maidenless that's so good but oh my this, God. The, the like question asked right on this because am i am i the asshole for those who do not know it's a very popular reddit like uh page or whatever subreddit and what happens yeah. on there is essentially someone will ask a question so someone will say am i the asshole for and then they'll give like sort of the situation and then the text of the post will just be describing the situation and then it's a way it's like a sounding board to be like yeah you know it's like uh, the idea of it i guess is like if i'm morally unsure about what i'm doing yeah or if i'm not if i'm like if i did something but i want maybe some validation for what i did or whatever or i want to maybe get yeah. some perspectives on what i'm about the to, you ask yeah. the question the it, it can be helpful to you for like people who are being like i'm going to use an overused term here but like seriously like people who may be being gaslit by another party you know right which like I, I i'm in a situation i feel like i did something right but this person keeps telling me like that i was in the wrong for it mm-hmm. like it can be good for people to just kind of like go on there and like check how people think about it right yeah so this guy asked am i the asshole for telling my girlfriend she didn't really beat elden ring i will be honest without reading the content of some of these posts some of the like the headline for them the like the subject lines are hilarious like this one's hilarious like, why yeah. was this a situation this person was in? Why do you, why does it matter if she beat it or not? How do you not really beat a game? Like, I don't know, act like cheat yeah. coding it, I guess, but. Well, you didn't 100% it while doing it blindfolded and doing the optimal routes. So you didn't oh really beat the game. Right. So. I knew this was a red flag because essentially yeah. <laughs> the post reads some context, my me. So the guy writing this is a 28 year old male, the partner is 26 year old female. And he says, my partner isn't really into proper video games. So I read proper video games. I'm like, so like, do you mean like, Candy I don't know, like, like, yeah, like phone games? Because those yeah. are games were not like video games in the sense that people think of them. But then he yeah, says, I mean, like, I'll play- say, like yeah. I was just say it's like phone apps, like they can be like pretty well fleshed out games in there. Um, obviously, like Infinity Blaze, when you can always point out to like, those are legitimately like really well developed RPG type games. 
yeah, with like, very good combat. The way like, when it starts, know, yeah. my head goes, "Oh, he's gonna." Is this about like she like only had played stuff on her phone before, and this was like mm-hmm. her first time playing like a traditional like console yeah. or PC video game? Which, but if no, that's the case, Elden Ring is a tough place to start. That's an interesting one to start with. <laughs> yeah, but if she and then he continues to say she mainly plays Switch games like Animal Crossing or Breath of the Wild. What makes oh. those non-proper video games because they're Nintendo games and they're not hard? That, that's the really Wild can be difficult from what I've heard. Not maybe Elden Ring or Dark Souls difficult, but it's yeah. not like a joyride necessarily. Yeah, that, that's really funny to take bad opinion to Reddit, like famously pro-Nintendo website. <laughs> well, like it's just a dumb that's thing because like we we don't need this gatekeepy elite to yeah, elitist yeah, nonsense where like some games are proper because they're hard and manly or rated M, but like yeah, I don't know, like yeah. a game about cute animals building houses is not a video game all of a sudden. Like yeah. I read that and I knew this post was we were destined for some nonsense. Yeah. So he says, like, you know, I play so this guy's a fan of the Dark Souls games and Bloodborne and now Elden Ring. All of those are in the same. And then I I it's not it's it's Sekiro or whatever, the samurai one, all from the same like develop the same mm-hmm. studio. Yeah. So they're all difficult, you know, art like RP, not really RPG, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Point being similar games. So that's yeah. what he's into. Yeah. And uh, he go, I'm like not going to read this word for word, but essentially he says his partner saw Elden Ring and it's like an open world explore, you know, open world explore the world game, fight enemies as you traverse type thing. And that's mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is in that category. It's an open world game where you traverse the yeah. world. There's dungeons, there's enemies, all of that. I, I've joked around with people saying like, uh, yeah, I haven't played Elden Ring, but I think it handled because I beat Breath of the Wild. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, so like she's, she's like, oh, okay. Like, and she was like, well, can I try it? And this entire post, he sounds really condescending towards her. Yeah. Like almost like parent, like patronizing. Cause he says, I said in a nice way that it may not be like the game she's played in the past, but she could have a go. Predictably, she struggled a lot to begin with. Like, I understand being like, oh, are you sure? Like this game's kind of a bitch and I have to play. Like, but like the way this dude talks, I'm like, I'm not giving him that benefit of the doubt. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> and then I, I his insecurity shows because he feels the need to qualify this as the main issue being that he has a job and she's in school and studying so she's had more time to play it than he has over the past few weeks and he mm-hmm. said that he said that's fine you'll see that it actually isn't fine clearly yeah and he course. just asked her not to spoil too much if she got ahead though I secretly thought she'd give up early on okay to my surprise, though, she would tell me about, like, she uh, said she'd beaten the game, and he was skeptical and thought she had beaten, like, the boss or something. Why is he assuming she's dumb? Yeah, I, it's, that, that is incredibly belittling. Like, hey, babe, I beat, I, I beat Elden Ring. He's like, oh, did you, do you mean you beat the first boss of it? Like, did you I would maybe say, the... really, if, like, I thought it yeah. was, like, really quick. I'd be like, oh, wow, that game, like, people play that game for hours. That's impressive. Yeah. Like, but, like, sitting here and being like, she... She's not, she plays, other, Breath of the Wild has boss fight, doesn't it? Yeah, she knows how the structure of a video game works. She you knows have to beat Ganon to beat the game, yeah. right? Isn't that? Like, yes. <laughs> you have to fight many different bosses and then the big boss. She understands that concept. You don't even need to play video games to understand that concept. Yeah. And he asked her how she did it, and she said she'd been using a lot of magic and summoning spirits. And other players to help with their boss fights. I don't know shit about this game, so I don't know anything. Yeah, about so that, I do know that about Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to describe it completely right, but like you essentially can like 
call in other players that are like in the game and you can ask for assistance from them in like different boss fights and basically like you could get together like say like four or five people and just all fight the boss at once and which is a really good help because a lot of the bosses are really hard yeah and that makes sense like that's in it yeah that's a feature she's using it and magic yeah. is smart i mean that's a i mean because there's classes in that game right there's like magicians yeah, yeah, there's can, people be yeah. swordsmen whatever yeah how and, you can play the game in many different ways it's kind of like what makes it cool that's like, what makes good most good yeah. games that like are really accessible are ones where like yeah it's a hard game but you can play it multiple different ways and beat it and that's yeah. where the replay value comes from it's like okay this playthrough i'm going to play it like this and see if i can win yeah, I think Larry's done like seven different Skyrim playthroughs at this point, just based off yeah, like because that it's, concept. Yeah. I do it with like games with Reaper Barrier ones where like there's different ways to play it or different challenges you can mm-hmm. impose on yourself or whatever. That's why I like games like Persona 5 where like you beat it and yeah. so there's reasons to go back and play through it again. But she said that's how she beat it. And he smugly goes, this made a lot of sense to me. And then he said, I laughed and said, well, that explains it. I don't think you'd have managed it without that help. She got mad at him. Rightfully so, if I would, my bad. And well, said that, why is she mad? <laughs> and he said, the things she used are widely regarded as easy mode. These games don't have difficulty settings, so That's there isn't so a funny. technical easy mode. It's not like That's some so games funny. where you can pick the difficulty you play on. And yeah. said if she played it properly, tried by herself, she wouldn't manage. She's now upset and claims I'm being condescending to her, that they wouldn't have put those game things in the game if you weren't meant to use them. She is right, by the way. You do not mm-hmm. have to use everything a game provides you, all the yeah. weapons, all the short, all like the, maybe there's like shortcuts to traverse things or quick travel or items or side quests. You don't have to interact with every piece of content in a game. But if it's in yeah. the game, you can use it. That's kind of the point. Yeah, I, I feel like this is the type of guy that, like, if he was back at the time, like, when Jesus died and he rose from the dead three days later, he'd probably tell him, like, well, you didn't use the optimal route that took you three days. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you could have you could have really made a more efficient reconstruction. Yeah, you could have just clipped your way off the cross, actually. I've seen it happen. You just got <laughs> your way off the cross. You could have clipped your way off the cross. That's what you could actually do cross. with the Jesus video game that they released. You just, you just, there's a code where you glitch yourself off the cross and then the game ends. Is this a, what? No, I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> I was just for a second. I was like, the what? passion of the christ the video game produced by mel gibson (laughs) um but like yeah like that happens like a game like this i don't know anything about it i wouldn't be surprised if you could literally like there's like a route like a shortcut route you could take to just walk to the final boss and attempt to beat it from i mean you can do that in breath of the wild too like you you, can go fight canon in the beginning it's not even a shortcut it's literally just go fight it you'll get wrecked and it's like you're gonna be like really good at the game to do that. Like you will get wrecked if you're like walking into it for the first time, but you can do that. Like it's that's part of like the open world aspect. Yeah, it's of a these multi-route games. game, and they yeah. do that on purpose so you can make your choices and use whatever they have. So she <laughs> just sorry. used what was in the game. Like she's not I'm, like she's I'm like sorry, cheating. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I only played forty hours of like the five hundred hours of content. Like. It's fine. You can do that. That's how you want also, to play it. She is studying. She does have things. Yeah. I also feel like he was quite dismissive of the fact. She's like, well, I have a job and she's just studying. It's like, yeah. okay, dude. And then we argued more and her. she said that he was being insecure because she beat it before me. And he That's doubled so down funny. saying she didn't really that. beat it. And he said, the reason I'm behind her is she has more time to play it. And I'm doing it the way it was meant to be played. Oh if a game God. is meant to be played in a certain way, then they will literally design it to be played in that way. 
Yes, yes. And by the way, games that are meant to be played one way usually don't perform that well because people don't like that. Because they don't like playing yeah. a game where you can only beat it playing a certain way. Yeah, no, definitely. Shit, you and I like Pokemon. You can beat Pokemon running a team of like like Rattata if you want. There's strategies. You, you can run Magikarps out there. If you figure out a way to win, you win. <laughs> yeah, you win, you win. People do that. They upload those videos all the time. Like Magikarp yeah, well, only run or whatever. Yeah, well, well, that's the thing that's so funny to me too is I remember watching, um, you, do you know Moist Critical? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he does like streaming and like YouTube stuff. He he did a. Uh, he hasn't played Pokemon games like since his childhood, and he played uh Di- like uh, Brilliant Diamond on stream, right? And so the way he beat Cynthia, he used like a lot of items, like heal up his team, and, you know, things like that. And his chat was like getting angry because he was using items. And it's like people, like people, like half this chat was like, "Dude, you can't be just using items to win." And then the other chat, half the chat was like, "Yeah, he can." <laughs> like it's, it's in the game. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's game. like if, it's like saying the only way to correctly play a Pokemon game is Nuzlocke, where like yeah, essentially, exactly. like for those of you who don't know, a Nuzlocke is when like you like a Pokemon faints, you can normally just heal it and re, like yeah. it's revived and you can use it. But in a Nuzlocke, if something faints, it's dead. Like you can't use yeah. it anymore. And there's different ver- variants where you can't use healing items in battle and there's all sorts of ways. And those are self-imposed rules. Oftentimes, what I like to do is I'll beat a game that I'm playing, whether that be a Pokemon game, Persona, the Arkham games, whatever. And then I'll like replay it on hard mode or I'll like maybe do yeah. like a little self-imposed rule for myself just to make it a little fun. But like at the end of the day, that's a personal choice. The developers yeah, of Elden Ring are not like there's not. It's not like a thing where like if you like do whatever she did to beat the game, there's like a text box that pop up pops up and say you beat the game, but not really. Or like <laughs> we the creators are disappointed in you. Honestly, the 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 worst thing for like gamers was probably like developers that put in like secret endings for like winning on the most difficulty. You know, mm-hmm. because then it's like well you didn't actually beat it, you didn't get the secret ending. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, probably the worst thing for gamers because sort of, then they feel validated. Right. So we all agree this dude's being a prick. The oh, absolutely. Yeah. But someone said in the comments of the stream, that's kind of what actually kind of led me to this, was someone said, my favorite genre of am I the asshole pose is people who come off as the obvious asshole without even telling their own side of the story. Or even when, <laughs> or even when they're telling the story from their perspective, and it's like, bro, you sound like a prick right now. It, that is really funny because, like, you can, like, lie on the you know yeah, you, can you can tell the story in a way that only be benefits yeah yeah like you like he could totally like change stuff that like the things that i've been like oh well my girlfriend was like really bragging and being like super mean to me about that the fact she beat him before me and i said this and, like maybe i regret it but like was i really wrong because she was attacked like you could said some like nonsense like that and people may have been like ah maybe you shouldn't have said that but like i understand you were like you know like she was being mean to you like you know mm-hmm. Uh, but no, you just lay it out there like, can you believe her? <laughs> yeah. She had fun while playing a video game. And like, you know, like everyone, someone in the comments also said like, you know, most guys, like most guys who like whine on the internet about like, you know, like whine in like a really like pick me way about being single or is like, we want gamer yeah. girls. And then they get a girl who's interested in video games. Like, this would be a really nice moment for you to, like, enjoy playing through a game together. Or, like, yeah. you play through it, she plays through it. You guys can talk about how you beat it. But, no, you decided yeah. to make it about some, like, weird superiority complex. Of, like, oh, there's no way she could have beat the game before me. Like, yeah, I no, I just want gamer girlfriends and then treat them like dog shit when they get there. That's insane. <laughs>
may I point out too, it, it, it continues to be like really funny to me. Like when dudes are shocked that like women can play video games. Cause it's like, like what I want to say it's like, about? I think like study shows as high as like 35, 40% of them at this point, like at least like in our age bracket play video games of some type. Like, or I don't know like what the definition that they have. Like, I don't know if that includes app games or whatever else, but like it is like a pretty high percentage of women now. So it's like, what are you looking for? You know, like, it's like, man, what are you looking for? They literally exist. They're not unicorns. They're really there. Like, if they, they have fun with it, that's fine. Yeah, so, like, am I the asshole is an interesting place? Because I think there's a couple types, right? So there's the, am I the asshole post where it's like, bro, you are an asshole. You are not finding this validation here. But then there's the other end where I think people know that they're in the right, but they want, like, they get a high off of, like, the validation. And the yes, that's, yes, I definitely, yeah, I understand. I know exactly where you're going with that. Right. And then there's the third kind, which is you just lied and wanted a story. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that is, like, I mean, people just, they want Reddit content, right? They want just, like, their updates, essentially, for them to, like, be told that they're right on the internet. And again, there are there are good reasons like post the subreddit and be like I'm actually especially if like you're in a situation situation where you're like yeah like we said gaslighting or if you're in a situation where you feel like maybe you're alone and there's not really someone you can turn Mm -hmm. to yeah yeah yes these are strangers on the internet but it's an outlet yeah I mean like I I could be like especially sympathetic to say someone who is like in a relationship and has been cheated on or something and like maybe had like a bad reaction to it which I would argue there's not many like bad reactions to someone cheating on you as long as like you don't do anything that's like across a certain line. You know what I mean? Like, um, like, like I think it's like if someone cheats on you, if you yell at them, I don't think you're a bad person. <laughs> like, that's basically what I'm saying, you know? Um, but like, yeah, if you like, if you feel a little like conflicted based on like how to handle it, like, yeah, it's a good out. You know, be like, hey, I, some I, of these are like, like, yeah. it's interesting, right? Because, like, some of these headlines, like, without even reading these, like, they're just wild sounding. And it's like, man, like, I understand needing a place to vent, but these are insane titles. Like, yeah, um, like, some of these are interesting. Like, am I the asshole for yelling at my husband's mother for announcing my pregnancy using my husband's Facebook account? It's a um, weird situation. Weird situation. I need to know more before I judge. <laughs> I'm not going to read all of these, but I'm just reading some of these two. Am I the asshole for refusing to help my parents, even if they end up homeless with serious medical conditions? Oh, God. (laughs) Again, there's probably more. more Yeah, there's probably more background. But then there's somewhere I'm like, it sounds like you're going to be, like, to go in the category of, okay, you're, congrats, you're, um, like, for example, would I be the asshole if I don't go to my sister's wedding overseas after she changed the wedding date to accommodate me? Yes. 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 <laughs> because she explicitly <laughs> changed it for you. Yeah. And then you're still this, not going? Yeah. At that point, it's like, I if it is a financial thing, like, I kind of get it. But you should have just said from, like, the get-go, like, it is too expensive. Do not. But if it... If she changed the date to accommodate you, that definitely means that you said, oh, I can't make that date. And then she's like, okay, how about this one? And you went, yeah, but now you just don't want to go because you're lazy. <laughs> but whatever. Like, like, I think I saw, like, there's one where it's like, am I the asshole for saying that, uh, oh my God, there's so many. Like, and I don't, I don't. Like, am I the asshole for telling my sister to go fuck herself after what she did at my wedding? Like, why are you guys so mad? 
Like, I know yeah, why you're um, mad, but like, yeah. why, why is this here? Well, I mean, it's it, like, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. Um, it really is mostly about attention, you know? Right. And I mean, like, yeah. there's some interesting stuff. Like, I think there's Star Wars. Like, someone said, Am I the, like, someone said, Am I the asshole for like calling like music recitals not that important? And I'm like, dog, these are your kids. Like, why are you going to... Yeah, I was going to say, do you say that's, like, your son or daughter? Like, <laughs> I think, like, the idea is, like, the kids are having a recital. And, yeah, hold on, let me find it. It's, uh, kids are in elementary school, save vacations. Um, they have to do a recital. They do a recital in February, and they put a request to take time off for a trip during children's spring break. Uh daughter so but they have a recital i guess during because a lot of spring breaks line up with good friday i guess mm-hmm. or something and yeah. like he like basically was very dismissive about it and then the wife got mad saying like you shouldn't belittle, belittle the importance of like the music teacher's job and stuff like that yeah definitely and i'm like dude like why do people like i feel like some people like maybe some people have a kink of like getting just brutally humiliated on the internet or something because well, like that's that, that's definitely real <laughs> this subreddit i feel like represents like the attention whoring part of people to yes, some yes. extent we like you said i think it's more than valid that there's people who just need a place to get some advice because it can be hard if you're in an isolated situation or like you said a gaslighting situation mm-hmm. but some of these are ridiculous like mm-hmm. You know, like, some of these are things that I, like, either, like, the situation is so, like, once again, also, like, I, my main issue with this type of venue is oftentimes, like, it's really hard, right? When you tell a story from your perspective, it inherently tends to, everything comes through your lens, and that can be to your benefit. It's something I'm very actively aware of, like, I'm not going to divulge anything, but, you know, in the past when I've talked to you about, like, stuff that's happened or whatever, I try my best to hold myself accountable as much as I'm calling out someone mm-hmm. else's behavior but like this doesn't seem like that right this feels like one person talking about what one person did to slight them and why they think they're justified in their reaction and that and like i'm not saying the person telling the story is wrong but like how can you make a judgment without knowing both sides of a story right like if no, absolutely yeah i don't know man this place is weird right because some of these stories i'm like okay, like, this is really wild and convoluted. I'd get wanting someone's help with this. Some of this stuff feels like maybe you should go talk to someone. Maybe strangers on the internet shouldn't be privy to this type of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, that's, everybody shares everything online, which, like, I I just have to say about that, like, y- y'all are way too comfortable. <laughs> Especially on, like, like, the TikToks I've seen that come across by Instagram Reels, like, the stuff that people just admit with their face in the video, I'm like, why? <laughs> like, don't do this to yourself. People are way too comfortable on the internet, man. They, people gotta remember that the internet's forever. Um, like, uh, like, there's interesting stuff, like, there's, like, interesting ones about, like, you know, there's a lot of these are people's relationship with family, and that's always the tricky ones, because Family yeah. is always complex. Also, like to go on your thing of people overturning on the internet. I don't know if you've seen the meme, like sort of like people will post it on TikTok. It's a little quote tweeted and be like, 
<laughs> bro, they could have put me in Guantanamo and I wouldn't have revealed this shit. Like, <laughs> and it's like oh, bad absolutely. stuff, yeah. man. Like it's yeah. stuff that's like, God, like why would you want that out there? Yeah, that's, I, that's and, what like, I'm there's saying. some of these that are it's really nuts. wild to me and like are inviting conflict. Like, am I the asshole for telling my overweight coworker she needs to stop eating so much after she made a comment about my weight saying I should eat more? Frankly, like it depends. Like that's one of those things. Mm. People love to do the fuck around and found out stuff, right? Where like someone being yeah. rude to you invites you being rude to them, which is true. I personally would say that that doesn't help like, at yeah. all. It feels yeah, very I, personally satisfying. Like I'll tell you right now, if someone was making a comment about my weight, I would immediately want to talk shit about them. hundred yeah. percent. This goes back to Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Like the idea of like understandable and what you probably should try to do going forward. But yeah, but, but like, probably the problem is everyone's going to look at it as a black or white thing, like they do with yeah. Will Smith and Chris Rock. Since then, it feels like every week it feels like people hate Will Smith more, which is stupid. Yeah. Motherfuckers are talking about Chris Rock like he got shot. There was a fucking shit saying like <laughs> Chris Rock seen walking around. No shit, he just got slapped. Can you believe that Will Smith killed Chris Rock on yeah, like, live on the thing. Like, and these are like, like I don't under like or like, am I the asshole for like telling my mom to lose weight after she would talk about my weight growing up? I understand why you would say that about her. She probably deserves it, but at the same time, like. You're still like you can still be an asshole and still be justified. I think those are not mutual. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Like, like how would I say this? It, it's kind of like righteous anger. Like, yeah, you're you're righteous anger with um, unrighteous action. That's what I would say. You know, like you have a reason to be ang- angry, and like it's completely yeah. understandable. But it doesn't like just because you're angry doesn't justify whatever reaction you have. It's what we talked about, like the Will Smith thing too. It doesn't justify your reaction all the time. Also, like, <laughs> some of these, like, the headlines are still funny. Am I the asshole for drinking iced tea? What? what <laughs> why was that? That, that? That's a really funny one. Maybe <laughs> this person's in the South and they were, like, you know, they were offered sweet tea and they are like, do you have an unsweetened iced tea? And, like, the family freaked out or something. Am I the asshole for uh, telling my cousin I had sex before marriage? That's interesting. I mean, I don't think that makes you a bad person to admit that, but was your cousin, like, young and doesn't know what sex is? Like, I don't know. Like, there, more, more context would be needed. I, it's it's so funny to me. Like, this, this subreddit is... It, I, I know this is, like, a weird... Like, I just wanted to talk about this because this place is yeah. weird to me. It's I, I a place that, that is, is simultaneously weird. seeking help attention validation and is also just biased and like some of these stories i'm like okay this is so absurdly on like so absurdly like one way that either you are clearly right or you are like skewing things you know what i mean like i don't know this is a weird subreddit it's immensely popular and it always puts a little gems or whatever yeah i mean i think the lesson in all of this is just stay off of reddit right (laughs) like reddit not even once like reddit i guess so it's a weird place if you're ever interested in just like just seeing just absurdity go to that subreddit because some of those stories are like genuine and wild and some of those stories are you know like some of those stories are clearly like you know what i said clearly attention baiting some of those stories are like dude you are a prick and your self-awareness is funny their lack of self-awareness is funny Mm-hmm. It's an interesting place, those subreddits. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was a very similar one 
just before we wrap up called I forget what yeah. it's called like terrible parents or something and I remember like I read some of those I'm like okay some of these are very clearly fake like these are absurd mm-hmm. stories like yeah. I'm not saying people are lying but like it's very easy to tell that people are probably making shit up yeah no absolutely and that's probably what's happening on here to to an extent some of those are true but some of those are probably embellished a little bit or completely made up because people just want interaction on the internet mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely man but yeah it is what it is but it is you know, what it is but you know people like to you know post their feelings on the internet you know post their experiences hear what people have to say about it people love to argue on the internet you know what people love to really argue about are opinions and opinions are often represented in a very synced manner by a tier list Yes, I see what you're doing. A tier list okay. is something we're doing today, something that we love to do on weeks when we feel like there's nothing that we feel like we feel like we have a lot to talk about. So, hey, let's talk yeah. about some people being pricks on Reddit and let's talk about some tier lists. And what's today's tier list subject going to be, Aiden? Yeah, today we are going to do a list of Pixar films. Uh, we're going to rank them and we're going to like just have them ranked into the following tiers. Uh, our S tier equivalent is Paradise Falls. Our A tier equivalent, right. yeah, from up, yeah. Our A tier equivalent is uh, the Piston Cup from Cars. Uh, the C tier is, uh, or sorry, the B tier is Gusto's Microwave Burritos from um, from Ratatouille because you know it's not great, but I'm sure that it hits right on like a Thursday night, you know. Yeah, when you're hungover. Yeah. Uh, the C tier is Uzma Kappa from Monsters University with uh, the abbreviation of OK for their uh, fraternity. Uh, D tier is Disgust from uh, Inside Out, which is one of the emotions in that. The F tier is a racist <laughs> Mike Wazowski stand-up. Uh, this is one for my own imagination. But like... <laughs> Yeah, I know, because I was saying in Monsters, Inc., we should do something about, like, because Mike Wazowski starts doing stand-up because they start using laughs instead of screams to yeah. power everything. And I'm like, could we make a joke here about, like, him making a really shit joke or something? Yeah, so I just and called then, it racist Mike Wazowski stand-up. Mike Wazowski, and I, it'd be so funny, like, Mike Wazowski doing his, like, stand-up nowadays, and then he makes a really racist joke. Kid pulls out their phone and says, hey, yo, the monster under my bed said some really fucked up shit. <laughs> He's got some really weird opinions on Muslim people and minorities in general. I don't know how to feel about it. He was telling me that 13% of the pot of Avio Fish. That's a bad thing to get. Michael's asking some really questionable opinions about Florida's like bill where you can't talk about gay people. (laughs) And then our tier for things we have not seen is the memory dump from Inside Out. So, yes. And I will say what prompted this for me was. the fact that IGN released the Pixar movies list and it was like being circulated around Twitter, uh, I'd say a week or two ago, and Ratatouille was at 11, which feels criminally low. So we're going to do it better. Yeah, absolutely. And also, Sam, you have once again gotten off on withholding because I cannot share the screen. And I want to show the tier list as we make it. Uh, I forgot. I have so much power. He does this you. every time. <laughs> I, don't turn, I don't think to turn it off. I'm not like in a Don't you lie to me, man. <laughs> I swear to God, if you lie to me. It's the default. What are you talking about? Uh, it's not the default for any meeting I've ever been on other than this one. So. Well, look, blame NC State because they're the ones who manage mm-hmm. the, my email that I use anyway. Without NC mm-hmm. State, these Zoom calls would be limited to 40 minutes. That's true. That would be hell. And some of you um, might enjoy that. You'd like shorter podcast episodes. <laughs> you. 
Um, yeah, but that would be hell because we would just like have to start multiple podcast sessions or multiple Zoom sessions. Yeah. Okay. So what do we got? What are we doing first? Are we just going in order? So we're starting with up? Yeah. Well, no, I was going to start with uh, the order just of like when they were release released. Release order. Yeah. That's why I have this up on the side. Okay. Um, story is the first Yeah. One, so right? the original Toy Story. It's a class. Is it on here? It is. It's yeah. A it's classic. I, I mean, like, it feels really easy to say, but I feel like it's like, I mean, it's not worse than A to me. Like, I really enjoy Toy Story. I, I think I think it's an A tier. I, I think so. Toy Story is a lot of fun. Yeah, I for me, like personally, I don't know. Like it's a cla- like it's a very important movie just in like the world of animation, right? Like what they're yeah. able to do. Yeah. And it's a really good movie. And I understand it's a classic in so many ways, but like I feel like you can be classic and be an A tier. I just don't feel it's just not an S tier movie to me. I really like I, Toy Story. I'm with you. I have that in A tier. I'm definitely putting the A tier. Okay. Yeah. A Bugs uh, Life. Bugs Life, yeah. I have what do you think literally- about Bugs Life no opinion on the movie i found it very <laughs> forgettable i don't remember much about it i liked it as a kid i don't have too much of like too much attachment to it really i think so it's, it's probably like, like okay right then yeah i think it's i think it's okay it's, right? it's, it's an ooze macappa yeah it's an ooze macappa Toy Story. So what's in your opinion, right? There's four Toy Stories, yeah. right? But like, I think where's Toy Story two fit in? Because I've seen like polar. Like some people think it's the worst one. Some people think it's the best one. I, I think know. it is probably the best one. Like I, I, I think that they do a lot of creative things with like them interacting in the real world. I also um, really like Toy Story two. Like I really like yeah. Toy Story two. I like, like Toy Story two a lot. Like better than the first. Yeah. One to me, I, I agree with that. I I think that they do a lot. Like I said, they're doing like a lot of fun things. Like it's when they fun, in the right? World, like when like, they go in the real world. Then yeah, like going into the toy store and like they have to like all jump to like trick the motion center to get the doors open. Buzz has an uh, identity crisis, doesn't he? Right? Yeah. He yeah. In the other yeah. buzzes. Yes. <laughs> he has to fight. Like a, what was the name of the toy that they would fight or like that buzz fights and the villain one or like himself yeah the villain but not, not himself. the darth vader looking dude yeah I yeah that he has to go fight that thing um i i think that like there's a lot of great bits with like the the dude like the toy collector that buys woody like you know i have to drive all the way to work on a saturday and it's like literally across the street it's emperor <laughs> zerg Emperor Zerg, that's it. Okay, that's why I was thinking Zod, but I knew that had to be one because that's Superman's. It's an interesting film. I think Toy Story 2 yeah. is really fun. It's a good, there's like more, there's a nice adventure going on. So I'd yeah. put it in S personally. I agree. I would put Toy Story 2 in S. I mean, and I don't think like it's polarizing. I just remember like I see like, I feel like that's one that like I've seen that one like fluctuate a lot in terms of where people rank it, mm-hmm. but I really like it. I, find I really it. like it too. Yeah. Uh, Monsters Inc. Oh man, this one like has like such a pie. It, it mean I personally like I just I love this movie. I, I love Monsters Inc. Too. As a kid, I loved it. I watched Monsters Inc. on ice when I was a kid. Like I love that shit. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, when I was like, how my brother was alive, so it was probably probably like eight or something. Maybe That's awesome. How was it? It was fun. Man, it's really impressive seeing a motherfucker skate around in a Mike Wazowski costume because that shit looked real uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I can I, I just have to say real quick, like Monsters Inc. Like obviously Toy Story had a lot of great like voice acting talent in it. Um, including the fact that Tom Hanks is literally Woody. But yeah. <laughs> like the cast of this is so funny to me. Like John Goodman, Billy Crystal, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi. Randall. Randall is really good. Yeah. Uh, 
John Ratzenberger's in it. She's in all of them. Frank Oz is in it. There, there's a lot of like really good actresses that all do There's a lot jobs. of really good jokes in Monsters yeah. Inc. From the, the decontamination shower bit is always funny. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, the Ixne in the bag, you know, the pig Latin bit. Yeah. Ran- Randall as a villain, Steve, who Steve Buscemi voices, is just like so was, entertaining. He's too. just evil. Like, there's nothing. He's, so he's just evil. a bad dude. There's nothing he's such else. a bad person. Yeah, and also like the the way the little monsters yell, like Mike Wazowski. Like it's yeah. a fun movie. That, do, do you think it's an S tier? I think it's an S tier. I, I personally do. Okay, yeah. This might be a nostalgia pick. Like I will recognize I, that. Look, like, we don't. I can't. I don't go back to a lot of these because yeah, I just don't. I also don't have Disney Plus, so I yeah. can't. But it's the song. It's because these are baby movies. <laughs> Remember, I mean, animation is for kids only. God, such a remember that. Movie. Yeah, yeah I know. Nemo. Okay, here's here's my controversial opinion about Finding Nemo. I think it's really good. I don't think it's quite as good as people say. I, would, I think yeah. I think it's like I think it's a safe piss to cop. Okay, like I'm not trying to like say it's like I would Gappa. also say because like. Because like Finding Nemo, I think like it meant a lot to me as a kid because I think that was like the first movie like I saw in theaters or whatever. I think it's really creative too. Yeah, and it's but a really like, nice premise. Yeah. There's some really nice moments, obviously. I think I would, I think like, but as I've like kind of grown up, I actually, I didn't, not recently, but I actually saw it again, like when I was a bit older. And yeah. it's still really good, but I don't hold it in that S tier. Mm-hmm. What would you... But then, like, Piston Cup. Piston Cup, I think, is fair. I think Finding Nemo is really fun. Yeah, I'm with you on it. Uh, what do we have next? The Incredibles. The Incredibles. That's, that's, is that an S? I mean, it's so beloved, right? I mean... That, that's got to be S. That's, it's, so, it's so good. Yeah, right? I mean, the, like, where's my super suit alone? Like, incredible. A um, lot of people's first animated waifu was Helen Pond. So. <laughs> <laughs> Elastic mean, it's, Girl. It does... It does like so many different genres really well. So it's like a superhero movie, but it's also a spy movie as well. And it's yeah, like really good espionage. espionage yeah. <laughs> like it's it, it's very impressive. And like there's genuine tragedy too. Like the the scene where he watches in like seeing like the fact that all the superheroes have died, you know, like he sees it flashing on the screen. You just have to watch um, mm-hmm. Bob, I, I believe Mr. Incredible's name, just like go through it. Also, and, like, deal with like all that emotion at yeah. once. Also, he, the, uh, I mean, a lot of these, the soundtrack in Incredibles, particularly the really the trumpet heavy yes. stuff, it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they nailed on the soundtrack. And it also gave us Edna Mode, who's incredible. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's very good. So S tier is where it goes. So what's next? Cars. Feeling a burrito on cars. I'm feeling like Uzma Kappa on cars, but let, let's think about this, right? Because okay. I think, look, cars, like, I think it's very easy to like not like cars because it's just cars that can talk. But yeah. I think, I think it's fun. And like, obviously, our roommate, well, not ours anymore, currently just my roommate, Danny, is really into racing and stuff. And after like talking to him and learning more about racing, I, it does a really good job with the references mm-hmm. it makes to actual racing. And I think that's creative. It is also funny. Um, the only one it of the knocks again, it's it's I think it's pretty funny. I mean, Larry the Cable Guy's only really notable thing is probably being Mater. Um, yeah. I think it's got a lot of I think it does have a lot of personality. Negatives are like 
it is a bit hard to get into it for me like i it was a bit hard to get like really really into it uh and i mean it's a movie about cars right so like if you're really not into cars it's kind of already a bit difficult but i think it's good i think some people might not like the cliche being a good sport at the end sort of ending yeah sort of i i think i think the fact that they had a flashing joke is really funny i'll say that the flashing joke is funny yeah the, i will i will give that that's that is nuts that that made it through into the movie yeah flash them also yeah. uh there's the uh there's uh it's become a tiktok sound when he talks about with the little rusties you can be just like me Ka chow mm. uh also Ka another chow. mark against it is the green car at one point says kachiga and that sounds like a slur and i don't like it, it yes <laughs> But I put it, I think it's a B because I think it's a little better than okay. And I think the rest of the trilogy, like the way I would rank it, I because I would probably say two is gonna rank pretty low because two is not good. It's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Three is I, I'm an I'm okay gonna... film. So I feel like that belongs in yeah. B Kappa. Look, one belongs in B, and then two can we can figure out where we want to put that later. I'm gonna let you have this under one condition. You're gonna do me a favor at one point, and I'm gonna cash in on it at some point, and you have to be like, okay. Fine. <laughs> right. As long as it's not anything egregious, we're okay. All right, cool. And I'll probably cash in on it within this tier list. So that's just, you know, that's I'm setting it up. Okay. Um, Next is well, this is an S tier movie. Ratatouille is possibly like Pixar's best. Like it's, I it's love incredible. this movie. I rewatch this movie incredible. consistently. Yeah, Ratatouille. The only, is the only <laughs> negative is it makes me so fucking hungry. Yes, every time. absolutely. The music so, amazing, amazing yes. soundtrack. Yes, the the way that they get like the French sound is just so beautiful, and, and it just makes you love food. Like it makes cooking very beautiful and fun. Yeah, and the premise is goofy but endearing. Like I just love mm-hmm. it. It's great. Yeah, Ratatouille. Like there's so many things you can say about it. it's it's pretty perfect it's amazing like yeah i i i'm pro, i'm very pro ratitude wally is a controversial movie i feel like in these rankings some people it, really love wally some people really hate it i'm on the side of really liking it i'm on the side of like i'm fairly like neutral leaning towards liking like i don't love wally but i do mm, appreciate okay. the message of wally like i think it's yeah Pixar does a good job with messaging in my opinion i think the message of wally is really good and really important i find mm. wally as a character very endearing yeah he's very cute to me yeah and his little romance with the the pretty uh like futuristic robot is adorable Mm -hmm. so i lean towards the upper half of the tier list on it where do you think it belongs i don't think it's an s i I think it's a piston cup like if i like because i think it's definitely better than cars like it is better than cars so putting it in a tier is fine yeah. Now, granted, right. within the tiers, there's like very variety, but I think no, Wally's course, yeah. deserving. I think people hate on yeah. it a little too much. It's kind of annoying. Okay, up S tier. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this is like the only one that I could say like could hold the candles like Ratatouille in theory, probably like the movie up makes people cry beautiful. in like the first yeah. five minutes. That is what is so fat. Okay, I I'm personally like a really big fan of movies that start with like mini movies essentially you know yeah it was like a beautiful like five minutes of this life spent together and then it was really mm-hmm. tragic because she got old and she passed away and then it's just an old guy left alone and it sets the stage for the movie not only for his motivations but him being kind of a grumpy old dude it's like yeah a lot of people it, i know a lot of people are old and grumpy because they're lonely 
it's it's so well done too it's it's so not cheap you know it's just it's not just like it's earned your emotions it's very earned it's it's so well put together and i don't think there's a single ounce of dialogue really in the, that first montage right there's like a little bit but like there's there's dialogue by the way if there's any background noise i think someone's moving into the apartment downstairs so okay. i apologize for that but um so what i was gonna say that was like yeah it's it's mostly silent like after the um he has the scene where, like, he meets the girl, like, in the house and everything, you know? And then they, like, he falls for her, and then they have the whole montage of their life together where, at the end of it, she passes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, oh, my God, you learn so much about their life. And it's just, like, it's it shows you so, like... very good visual storytelling with, like, yeah, music to accompany it's it. excellent, yeah. Um, I yeah, I I really like the whole like mini movie essentially to start a movie. Like I I watched a horror movie recently called uh, The Empty Man, mm-hmm. and I I I don't want to spoil like too much about it because I recommend people go watch it. But I will say like the first like twenty minutes of it is like a mini horror movie in itself, and it's like really cool when like the opening credits hit after that. You're like, oh, <laughs> we're just getting started, you know? Yeah. It, yeah, it, it's, so, it's a very beautiful film and very yeah. fun when they actually do the adventuring stuff. So moving Absolutely. on, right? Toy Story 3. I am i don't like hate Toy Story 3, but I am not as high on it. Like, I think people are really high on it. I think it's what I I'm pretty high. high on it. I'm pretty high on Toy Story 3, not gonna lie. I think it's, I wouldn't say it's like Toy Story or Toy Story 2, you know? I don't think it's an A-tier movie because to me, what I didn't like about it is Toy Story 3, well, first of all, Toy Story 3 comes very long honestly after the second one but it's fine Mm -hmm. the trilogy makes sense he's going to college but i think what honestly irked me a little bit is the way the movie ends i was like they're making a fourth one i knew it because it and the way toy story 3 ends is they set it up to be open ended yeah and i knew they were gonna make a fourth one based on that i was like oh come on (laughs) (laughs) well i i really thought that they weren't gonna make a fourth one which i don't know have you seen the fourth one no, because I was not interested in seeing the fourth one, which I heard was right. still good. Because honestly, the Story franchise has good. like a baseline level of quality, right? At this point, with yeah. the way they make those movies. But I guess Toy Story 3 is good, though. Like, I do like there's a lot of fun sequences in like the little like toy place they get sent to. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. So, yeah, I mean, you can put it, I, I personally would say it's better than cars, but I do think it's a B tier movie. You see, this is like where I want to cash in the favor. Okay. I'm going to cash it in and make it an A tier. That's fine. Yeah. I think it's good. Like, I just don't love it as much as the first or second movie. Okay. Cars 2. Racist Mike Wazowski stand up. It's obviously (laughs) It's a horrendous movie. It's It's really bad. It's terrible. It's, It's just, it's so like, basic scattershot and scattershot yeah like there's just like none of that pixar magic you know it just feels like this is just good to made by anybody yeah um honestly okay well actually i'm thinking of an adjustment for something else but we'll look at it at the end and see how the okay. list looks yeah, we can make it yeah this movie is terrible it's one of it's the worst pixar movies yeah what's next brave brave underrated i think it's actually a pretty good solid movie uh, like it's solid like i think people uh, don't why do you not like i life? think i think it's really good until the mom becomes a bear 
<laughs> okay, that's <laughs> and fair. And then it starts to lose me. I, I really rocked with the beginning of it. I rock with and, Brave's premise a lot. I think maybe that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I really do like parts of Brave, and I think those are the part. Like, I, I, I get it. I like, agree. I think parts of Brave are really good, and I think it yeah. those are the parts that would make it stand out a lot more. I think she's a really good protagonist. I don't remember. Yes, I, 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 I agree. I think once the mom becomes a bear, it becomes a very, like, generic kids movie. The aesthetic of Brave is cool, too, like, what they're kind of yes. going for, but it just... Yeah, so I guess maybe the inconsistency, where does that put it for you? It's between Disgust and Use Macabre for me. I I would lean towards it's an okay movie because I don't think it's bad enough to fall on as like on the negative. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I think the I, potential, I, I get the stuff that you that like way. is good yeah. enough to keep it in okay. It's an inconsistent yeah. movie is part of this. Absolutely. It, yeah, it's definitely, again, that, that like first third before the mom turns into a bear, really good. I, I think it's really well done. After that, like I said, it just yeah. becomes like too much generic kids movie to me. That like it's like I like I was kind of saying about Cars too, like mm. just not like Pixar magic, you know? Right. Yeah. So next we have Monsters University, a cute, yeah. fun movie. It's not gonna be an A or S movie at all. Yeah, but B or C seem appropriate for it. Yeah, I I, I think it's B. I think it's fun. Like you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's not good. trying to do anything special. Which I do, which I respect out of it too. It kind of just knew what it was trying to do and stuck yeah. to it. It's just, oh, these are some characters that we that are really fun. Enjoy a fun story about how they met. Like, good. Yeah. Like, and I, that's not a bad that. thing. There's nothing wrong with not trying to do something new or different with these characters. It's sometimes knowing that you just want to be a fun little cute movie is yeah. cool. Cool thing. Um, I like it. What's next? Inside Out. Inside Out. Strong film. Very strong. I don't know. Bing Bong I'm... broke my heart. Absolutely. Just gotta say that. It's a really it's it's one of their more in, like it's I don't know if the word innovative is the right word, but like it's a very hard what they're trying to talk about is really difficult to do. Yeah. And they do Just it like, really well. Yeah, learning to deal with your emotions and everything. I think they do a really good job kind of explaining how people like how children deal with emotions and like like kind of like that internal struggle of like you know oh be happy all the time is kind of like what you think would be good but obviously like you need to feel every emotion like there's a place for everything you know including sadness including anger um including disgust whatever like so i say it's a or s i just don't know if I, i don't know where i want to put it personally i lean towards a Let's put it in A for now, and then we'll kind of yeah. We we can make an adjustment if we want to. It's one of their. This movie was one of their. This movie's actually probably their because there there's a a run in Pixar where they were kind of struggling a little bit. If you want to like scroll up on the release date chart a little bit. Yeah. So if we're gonna talk about like from like like from Cars Two, like Cars Two was bad. Brave was yeah fine. Monster University was fun, but it wasn't anything like that really left them a mark and then this, this out, was I the think. first yeah that like knocked it out part for them in a little while and then i have not seen the good dinosaur i have not either it seems incredibly forgettable because no one talks about it so but memory dump is memory dump along <laughs> good dinosaur you might as well not have existed i think it's also like the one pixar film that like really didn't make money i mean outside of, like, it looks really cool also, like, i think the animation style is really yeah, it didn't make a ton yeah I think it's aesthetically really cool looking, but I just, I feel like most people who have seen it just think it's fine. Yeah, never saw it. 
don't think anybody really remembers. Finding, so. yeah, Finding Dory is mid. I like Finding Dory. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's I like think a B tier. I'm not gonna say it's like it's B or C. It's it's incredibly like it's a little. It's like fun. At, I, I think it's fine. I don't know. I just never. Nothing about it really stuck with me, but I don't really care. You can put it in, put it in B for now. And like I said, we can make any last tweaks once we get them all in here, which we're getting close to the end. Cars 3. That's an okay movie. It's fine. It's an improvement over Cars 2, which I think is what makes it feel like it's better than it is. So I thought it was really brave that they showed that uh, Lightning McQueen died in the trailer. (laughs) It makes sense because he essentially retires and coaches. So like it's appropriate in a way um coco i have not seen coco unfortunately but you love coco so you coco is beautiful coco is incredible that's an s tier for me if because okay since i think this is the rule that like if you haven't seen it like i kind of get to decide and then like if i haven't seen you we get to decide like i haven't seen turning red so that's all you when we get there coco is going in s like coco is so good Do it. It, it brought me to tears. Music like, is really so good. Hard. I've heard some of the songs. Yes. It brought In- me to tears so hard. Incredibles 2 is good, but it's yeah, not my fun. People, I think, are some people are really high on it. And I'm like, okay, chill out. It's good. But like it's also it's a sequel good. that came how many years late? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's kind of like a B movie, if I'm being completely honest. It's still I agree. fun. It's still I respect good. the fact that they went for like a silver age of comics type of vibe where things are like very goofy and like very yeah. purposely can't be I they know what, that like, with the, a lot of the movies in b they kind of just embraced like going they didn't try and like switch up the formula because most except yeah. for cars all the movies in b are sequels or like prequel sequels yeah and so, I, I think incredible suit is very effective in that and i think it's just like it's a fun time like they they don't try and do anything too crazy with it and they were just like oh this is a fun superhero story like mm-hmm. here you go so I like it indeed. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. So Toy Story 4. I haven't seen it, so you get to. I think it's like the same thing where it's a fun story with characters that you spend a lot of time with. And I think it has a good message about kind of like moving on in life and like kind of like finding a new home. So I, I like Toy Story 4. I think it's kind of like, we're going to like really look like really, it's going to look really funny because like the entire B tier is basically like all those sequels, you know? But it's fine because it kind of, yeah. it feels like Pixar is content with just being like, you love these characters. Let's just tell a fun story with them and just deal yeah. with it. It's a movie that on like the face of it probably should not have been made because <laughs> it, like Toy Story 3 was like pretty well wrapped it up. It worked things, well you know? as an ending if they chose to keep yeah. it as one. To, to do this like years later was like very dumb on the surface of it, but I think it turned out pretty well. And I think it's how many years later? Like nine years later? Yeah, yeah nine years after Toy Story 3. <laughs> I, I yeah. think that they did a good job with it. I, I think it's good. So it's going to be tier. All right, onward. Neither of us have seen that. Right? Nope. And I think it's probably not a very memorable flick. So yeah, from what I've heard. It's going soul, the I, I really like Soul. Soul is really good. Soul is really good. Piston Cup? Yeah, I can't quite give it. I can't, I can't give it the S. It's so, I really do like Soul. Soul is really good. Uh, I've not seen Luca. Have you seen it? Nope, Luca's going to the memory dump. 
Is it supposed uh, to be? I've heard good things about Luca. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I, I just haven't, I just never got around to it. I, I don't have Disney Plus myself. So if I don't watch these movies with like friends, I don't see it. So turning red. So I've seen this I've, movie. Yeah, I have not. This is all yours. Really dumb controversy around it. So I don't really care. It's like trying, like, because I think it's, that's not worth talking about. It's yeah. a movie with a lot of, first of all, like, take away from the movie, a lot of heart. It, it has a okay. lot of personality. The main character has a lot of personality. I think there's some, I think like the messaging is really good. Like we and Aiden talked about how turning red, like the her turning into the red panda, which that's not a spoiler, it's in the trailer. It's the mm-hmm. plot of the, it's the base premise of the film. It relates to a lot of things. She's around 13, so she's going through puberty, but she's also going through dealing with her, and with that comes a lot of stuff, you know, periods obviously from a biological standpoint but you're also dealing with like new emotions you're maybe want to gain some more independence you want to go do some more things so and that conflict that's often starts to develop within your family becomes kind of a focus so i think it it's the classic case of pixar kind of bundling a bunch of different things into sort of like a storytelling device and inside out it's the emotion characters here it's the turning into the red panda mm-hmm. I think it's fun. I think some of the hate was really dumb. Like people don't like the animation style. I think the kids are acting stupid. I think I saw it too, where someone's like, oh, is this what teenagers are like nowadays? Oh, it's so annoying. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> guess what, dumbass? This movie's supposed to take place in like early 2000s Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Because guess what teenagers do? They're loud and goofy and they like to have fun and they should do those things. Teenagers, by the way, is a loose term. These are like 13 year olds. It's not like 17, 18 year olds. Yeah. Would yeah. probably be more. Like, I don't know, whatever the fuck Riverdale thinks teenagers do. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm saying, saying, yeah. I think it's really fun. The music's really good. The music that is sung and worked on by Phineas Eilish and Billie Eilish also helps. Is also, I think, credited. As do they do the music for this? Yeah, Phineas is one of the singers. Billie doesn't oh, I didn't sing know anything, that. but Phineas does. Because there's a fake oh. boy band in the movie. This is also. Oh, really? Story. Okay, that's funny. And I think he's one of the singers. <laughs> that's really funny. That's great. Yeah. It's a really wild movie, too. There's a wild sequence at the end that I think is... I like it because I think it's hilarious. Like, I think it's a really fun, wild thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little... It's The movie is a bit all over the place in terms of... Like, it can, be, it can feel, like, off the rails, but I think that is reflective of sort of what it's... The main character is a 13-year-old girl. It's kind of yeah. what happens. Yeah. Um, I think the Asian culture stuff they weave in is really cool. It doesn't feel forced either. Like in the sense it doesn't, for those people who are worried that they're forcing it on them, calm down. And for people who are worried about like, oh, they're just making this movie just to like say they've got a movie with Asian, you know, sort of focus. It's done well. They treat it with respect and Mm -hmm. it's fun. So I think I'm leaning, and I know recency bias is a thing, but I would personally put it in, it's like for me it's like a a minus b plus but mm-hmm. i don't want it in the same tier as cars so put it in a. you got it and now that i'm thinking about it yeah we need to make some changes so i'm gonna skip right. some cars yeah. can move down to c i agree and you can move cars three down to b to d we're gonna throw that in disgust okay because like it's it. not that good of a movie i think Part of the positive thinking is it's much better than Cars 2. Yeah, yeah. And I feel I, I think because I, I know Cars is like, if you're really into racing, 
it really probably like is cool and it makes a lot of great references but it to me was never a film like as a kid i liked it but it's never been one that's i don't know like some of the a lot of the ones that rank higher movies that i would gladly go back and watch yeah but yeah, cars has always been it's got funny moments and memes but i ultimately don't think i'd put it yeah i think i i think that's a good call and honestly it makes sense that bees a lot of sequels because in ratatouille gusto's microwave burritos is taking a really great restaurant and condensing it into something that's like accessible fun and maybe not anything special or innovative or fine mm. dining. and maybe that's, that a good, that that's a good that's a good metaphor for what we've got in yeah. sequel prequel movies that take things you already like and give them to you and make it fun they don't try and do anything crazy or different or wild but they're still fun yeah. movies like it so i think with that we have our tier list are there, is there any movement you're considering anything that you think maybe should be um, down from a or a and s switching no nah, i think i'm good i i was gonna suggest probably bumping like cars down to c when i was looking at it against the other movies in b so i i like it i'm good yeah and it's interesting to me because like <laughs> pixar has Sorry. two movies that rank on the lower end and if i'm being honest like the only really bad movie here is cars too Cars 2 is garbage. <laughs> and there's three movies we don't know where they belong. From what I've heard about Onward, it'd probably be like a CD type of movie. Good Dinosaur probably mm-hmm. ends up being like C, maybe. I don't know if D's fitting. I feel like it's being forgettable doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. Maybe it means it's just fine. And then Luca, from everything I'm like kind of glanced at. I've like, heard good things about Luca. It'd like, probably I have ranked A, B, F, like maybe, maybe even S, but definitely upper tier movie. But also, I do want to point out, you, you keep saying that like, Pixar is not like forcing like you know a uh, uh, thing with like um, people of color down our throats, right? But that's two movies in a row that they've done that with. They did uh, they did a movie with a uh, Asian character, and then oh they did God. a movie with an Italian character before. That. So. <laughs> yeah, and to clarify, I mean by that is like sometimes yeah. like there's two ends of racial like rep- representation in films, right? There's the people yeah. who complain just because it's a minority character because they think it's forcing an agenda. That's yeah. dumb. The other end and the end that I tend to concern myself with is it just race, is it just representation of different races for the sake of it, right? Like a token yeah. film yeah. or a token character. But I think this, and I mean, obviously this is a more of an East Asian, I believe the family is like Chinese, Chinese American, Chinese Canadian, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm not, you know, but like as someone who grew up in like an Asian household, Indian, so South Asian, and maybe this is more like an immigrant experience in general with some of these things, it felt like some of that stuff was very relatable. and. Like I said, the cultural stuff is done in a really good way that feels like respectful. Like it's not like a movie that seems to make fun of a lot of stereotypes or anything. Like it, yeah. it, it, there is stereotypes, the stereotypical studious kid with the strict parents, but that's what it's trying to work through and say, hey, this is not like how things should be. So yeah, I think it's earned. It's not like, I don't know, Eternals is really bad, right? And I feel like that's yeah, a film where some might say like, just because it's diverse doesn't mean it's, a good film right yeah this movie, it's I think is quite, it sucks like, yeah. this movie is really fun uses its sort of cultural backing well yeah. it also helps that i believe a lot of the people involved in this film are asian or asian american or mm-hmm. asian canadian whatever so i think that's good too so turning red's good and if you don't like not liking it's fine but like being mad at it for talking about periods or talking about children rebelling against their parents is dumb these movies yeah. exist you as a parent have to have the conversation with your kid it's like the thing yeah. we said on the episode we released way ages ago about the Lil Nas X Montero video it's not the responsibility of artists and content to teach your kids you should have done that already or you should mm-hmm. do that after they see the medium or media yeah, absolutely 
but that's the tier list. I think it's pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think we did pretty well. I'm sure nobody will be happy with it because everybody yeah. has their own opinion on Pixar. So like, but I think I think this is good. Yeah, we we at least brought justice to Ratatouille. That's the most important part. Ratatouille is. I think it might be my favorite Pixar movie. It's very good. It's up there for me. It's it really is. Like it's maybe it's that, maybe it's up. I want it. Honestly, maybe it's Coco. I don't know. Like I'd have to rewatch all. When of I'm these. probably when I'm like actually earning money, something. I'm, I I want to buy like the soundtrack on vinyl. It's so pretty. It is a beautiful soundtrack. Absolutely. It's actually, a hard soundtrack to find on vinyl. Apparently. Really? Have you looked? Uh, not lately, but I know people said like it's low key something that like a lot of people like. That's really funny. I mean, there's probably, like a re, there's probably like a repressing of it. Probably. There's like a limited, actually, Amazon. Oh, yeah, look, uh, Ratatouille original motion picture soundtrack, limited edition splatter version for $200 on Amazon. Oh, my God. It's, that's out crazy. Of, it's out of stock on another shop that's selling it for $35. Wow. Which is like a more standard vinyl price. Discogs yeah. has the price starting at $55. Uh, there's another place on eBay selling it for two fifty. It's hard to find. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It's a great soundtrack. I get that. I'm, Getting I'm the regular shocked. vinyl on Amazon is one hundred ninety dollars. That's crazy. So take that. That's our last piece of wisdom. If you want to get the Ratatouille soundtrack? Good luck. <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, with that. I think we're coming up on time here definitely we're done here yeah hopefully you guys yeah. enjoyed just kind of talking about tier list just shooting the shit about the weirdness of validation on the internet having a little yeah. fun with all of that so hope you guys enjoy thank you for the support you guys have been great nice and, light-hearted episode for yeah. you know nice fun time here on the yeah. on the pod and i just want to say as always stay creamy stay creamy peace out Bye.